good uh, uh i always want to say good morning because we always record in the morning however i don't know when you're listening to this so happy day pauline and i'm uh one of the co-hosts for gen z's guide to politics and i'm here with the co-host rachel and today we're going to talk about rob or ron desantis from florida in my head his name is rob but it's definitely ron i always just want to call him robbie interesting hello everybody yes this is your other co-host rachel and as pauline said today we're here to talk about ron desantis you know I feel like if you have been watching the news at all, you've probably seen Ron DeSantis's name and everything. And he's the governor of Florida. So if you've seen anything with Florida news, it's likely you've heard his name at least. But yeah, we figured that it would be good to talk about what's going on in Florida today and what's going on with Ron DeSantis specifically and what he's been up to. Not good things. Spoiler alert. But before we get into that, Pauline, how has school been? Are you done with school, perhaps? Is oh, I am done with school. I graduated. I have a bachelor's degree. I also recently got into um, the master's program at UNCP. Um, it's impressive for me, but I'm impressed with myself. Um, and I got into the master's program for social work, and I'm so excited. Yes. I'm so excited. Yes. I like had to flip around at work yesterday because I found out at work. I just was like, oh, let me check my email while I'm waiting on my boss. And I checked my email. I was like, oh my God. And I was jumping around. And one of the kids that I work with was like, Pauline, are you okay? And I was like, I'm so excited. That's so exciting. Yeah. Everybody give a big shout out to Pauline for getting into grad school. What a slay. That's so fucking cool. I have yet to look into any grad school program. So, Honestly, good for you, Pauline. I didn't want to lose any of my student discounts. <laughs> That's so fair. But yeah. other than that, we hope that if you are a student who listens to this podcast, that you are wrapping up school or if you're in college, maybe you're finishing up finals, you're getting ready to graduate. Either way, we wish you well and we hope that you have a great end of the school year if you're if you're at that time. I'm a tutor, so I know like all of my younger kiddos, I mostly do like elementary and middle school kids. They're like wrapping up school this month, getting ready to wrap up, and it's so exciting. So I'm excited for the summer. Memorial Day weekend is over. Summer has officially started in my book, so I'm excited. But now that we have our like intro topics, our, our chatterbox hour out of the way, I think that we're pretty much ready to jump in. What do you think, Pauline? You think we're ready to go? Yeah, I'm going to start us off with like a little fun fact because I love fun facts. Yeah. Did you know um, if you love ranch, it was made by a black man in the South? Little fun fact. Um, That's so cool. Oh, my God. I love that. I don't have any information about him because I saw it in a TikTok and I Googled it just to be sure. But it was made by a black man. Also, peanut butter was made by a black man. There's an entire American Dad episode about it. We... <laughs> It's funny because I've seen that episode, but yeah, Stan goes insane.
So he, there is a bill in Florida that essentially says, um, well, it's a law. It's resigned to run, um, meaning that you have to resign from your current position and like in politics to be able to run for a different like position in politics. So let's say you're governor in Texas. I mean, in Florida, you need to resign as governor to be able to run for president. Right. So um, Ron DeSantis designed a bill into law last Wednesday that clarifies that Florida's resign to run law doesn't apply to those campaigning for president or vice president. A topic that has much that has received much debate and attention as DeSantis nears his presidential campaign launch. Um, So, yeah. And he actually announced with Elon Musk on Twitter that he was going to run for president via Twitter crazy we've talked about elon musk before on the podcast and like what's happening with twitter like the dumpster fire that is twitter after elon bought it we have an article from nbc news which also kind of details this launch um and in this article they say quote florida governor ron desantis will announce he is running for president during a discussion with twitter ceo elon musk Three sources familiar with the plans told NBC News. Musk and DeSantis will host an event on Twitter Spaces, the site's platform for audio chats, on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. It will be moderated by David Sachs, a tech entrepreneur who is a Musk confidant and a DeSantis supporter. That same evening, the campaign will release a launch video and DeSantis will begin visiting several early states after Memorial Day. Right. One of the things that really sticks out to me with this whole idea is that like when you have like somebody like that, like a figurehead like Elon Musk, who has a lot of power and influence, a lot of money, a lot of like wealth to literally like he dictates a lot of what happens within the sphere with how he controls his money. Right. He has a lot of control because of that. So you have somebody with all this money, all this influence, all this power, and he has a huge following a cult's bro following right no people support him like he's like yeah like literally another political figure almost so you have elon musk standing now with a political figure a totally insane right-wing political figure who is literally beginning the stages of genocide that we've seen across the world in other circumstances and other places he's marginalizing people He's um, separating like the us and the them. He's creating an us versus them mentality within his state. He is getting rid of education so that people within his state are less educated. And now he's partnered with a billionaire who has a lot of power and influence and is going to stand by him. We've seen how like Elon Musk has stood by Trump, like Donald Trump, so fervently in the past and how part of his whole thing with buying twitter was like oh free speech or whatever no it is insane like it is insane (laughs) i wish i had more words than that but um it's insane and you know there are also other things that ron DeSantis has done and excuse my potty mouth but it's so ass backwards it is literally ass backwards because he's all about protecting children but then rips like trans healthcare away from children um, trans healthcare can be like a therapist comforting a child that wants to transition. That can also be considered trans healthcare. Trans healthcare, I mean, it can be hormones, it can be gender affirming surgeries, 
but it also can just be the mental support of like a trans child. In Florida, Florida is also the state that makes it that if you are raising a trans child, that um, social services can take your kid from you. That That is insane to me. Because if your child, and what they're saying by trans child is they're saying trans children that are receiving gender affirming care. That means parents are respecting that child's request to change their pronouns and buying them the clothes they want to wear. That is enough for your child to get taken away from you, which is insane. The bill that Pauline mentioned, I wanted to bring up and read a little bit from because I think it's important. So the bill is called CS slash SB, CS slash SB 254, Treatments for Sex Reassignment. The bill says, Treatments for Sex Reassignment. Granting courts of this state temporary emergency jurisdiction over a child present in the state if the child has been subjected to or is threatened with being subjected to sex reassignment prescriptions or procedures, providing that for purposes of warrants to take physical custody of a child in certain child custody enforcement proceedings, serious physical harm to the child includes but is not limited to being subjected to sex reassignment prescriptions or procedures, prohibiting certain public entities from expending state funds for the provision of sex reassignment prescriptions, or procedures prohibiting sex reassignment prescriptions and procedures for patients younger than 18 years of age, requiring the department to immediately suspend the license of a healthcare practitioner who is arrested for committing, attempting, soliciting, or conspiring to commit specified violations to sex reassignment prescriptions or procedures for a patient younger than 18 years of age. It's such a hard thing to figure out who we are. And these kids are being taken from their loving homes, like homes where they're being taken care of and they're well and being put into a more traumatic, awful situation. And on top of it, if there's a doctor in Florida or a practitioner who is helping somebody, helping a child or a minor with therapy, with prescriptions, with hormone blockers, whatever it is, then they could lose their license and be arrested or fined like it's 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 kind of crazy but the point that i want to point out just to cover my own my own tushy is um so the reason that i say that this also includes just going to like mental therapy like mental health therapy and that this is one of those bills that doesn't exclude things when bills don't exclude things it leaves room for people to do what they want And it leaves room for politicians to do what they want. These bills benefit when they're not specific because then more people can get in trouble and people in power can get away with more things. And you might think I'm a little cuckoo, but also at the same time, this is what's happened in the past, that when bills don't specifically exclude things, it gives people like the the right to essentially like add things in themselves because the bill doesn't exclude it. And the other thing is, too, is um, Ron DeSantis actually encouraged people that if they thought, like, a child was in danger of getting hormone blockers or getting, um, you know, any procedures done, to call CPS, which is Child Protective Services, um, just in case anybody. Like, these people, like, you don't, 
you don't send child protective services when you don't need child protective services, right? Like that's my whole thing. They're already overworked. Like it is a, if you've ever had child protective services on you or been called on you or on one of your parents, which I have, they are so overworked and they also literally give your parents a slap on the wrist and they return them to you, return the children to them. There are bigger issues than children receiving trans-affirming health care when they want it. Hormone therapy treatment, prescriptions, whatever, taken out of it. Like, even the basic idea of, like, getting therapy or your doctor, like, asking you your pronouns. Like, I go to the doctor's office, they ask me my pronouns. Like, I, like, that's gender-affirming care. And that sort of stuff is the stuff that, like, saves lives. When he passes these bills, like... Kids are dying as a result. Trans children are literally deciding that this world doesn't want them here because that's the message he's sending. And I just think that that's really awful. Yeah, it is absolutely terrible. And then he took away the concealed carry bill. He signed a bill um, that allowed Floridians to carry concealed carry guns in public, essentially wherever they want. HB 543 goes into effect on July 23rd, in case anybody is curious. This is from FloridaGov.com, which strengthens Florida's Second Amendment rights by allowing Floridians to carry concealed weapons without a government-issued permit. There should be a mental evaluation before you're just allowed to go conceal a gun in a public place. It's in a book bag. It's concealed. I think that in a state where there's been so many mass shootings and there's like literally a history of gun violence and an experience like I think a a sense of trauma with that and everything especially like we definitely remember Marjorie Stoneman Douglas school like the shooting that happened there and this is only going to make it worse this is only going to make it worse like we're going to see an increase like With any year, I'm almost willing to bet you that the increase of school shootings, there's going, you're going to be able to see an influx. Mm -hmm. And that is what's so scary. And, you know, the other thing that's really scary, too, is, and the point that I was getting at is Ron DeSantis loves to claim that he cares about children and that he wants to protect children. Like, he even passed a bill as of recently that goes into effect on October 1st this year. That essentially says that anybody who sexually assaults a child under the age of 12 is eligible for the death penalty. Children shouldn't be enacting revenge. They should be protected. Like, we're not saying that rapists are good people and that, like, they should be, like, forgiven because we're not saying that. But however, at least my biggest problem with this bill is unfortunately it is going to disproportionately affect black people because black people often get charged with crimes like they don't commit but also at the same time this is the same state that if your child gets like raped you can't get them an abortion that's what i was just gonna say i was like that 12 year old can't go get an abortion if they got pregnant with and you know what he probably wouldn't even know what age that girls get their period considering the fact that he won't let anybody fucking talk about it so so like girls can get that girls can be like reproductively mature by that age like the biology can be there and it can happen and And that doesn't mean anything and i love how people love to say when women are reproductively mature then that means that they're old enough to have children that is completely a fucking irrational oh no it does not no it does not 
people are not mentally mature until they're 22 to 25. It is absolutely irrational to say that a 13-year-old can give birth to a child. And do you know how many young girls that are, that grow up in, like, habitually abusive homes get into relationships that, like, happen when they're, like, you know, 19, 17, 18, that literally alter their brain chemistry? Because when you are in an abusive situation, it alters your brain chemistry. A doy. There is no need. And I, I love all my teen mamas. I love you. I love you, babies. My best friend is a teen mama. And I love her baby so much. He's so cute. He's good to be little cheeks. But she says that all the time, too. She says, I love my son, but I wish I would have waited until I was more mature because <laughs> should have been having a baby when I was a baby. Um He's literally not defending children. He's doing the opposite. He is hurting not only trans children, not only children of color, but he's also harming young girls, young women who are affected by these reproductive bills. And he's also like he's hurting all of his citizens by making them less educated, less aware. And honestly, I think it's a little bit frightening. So. I think that with that being said, of course, you know, this is more of an informative episode. I think that like this goes to show it's important to look at what's going on, not just in your home state or the state that you live in, but also states that are around the country. Because if this guy's running for president, it's going to affect all of us, not just Florida. So also, and we have an episode on this. We have an entire episode about how the jail system is abusive and that i am a rape victim myself i feel like i always have to say this first before i say the next thing that i'm gonna say killing people is not okay and i'm not saying raping a 12 year old is okay either but i'm also saying that killing people is also not okay that in order to overall fix society we need to start fixing the problem. However, with that being said, I don't like rapists. I don't, I hate it when people, when I say that and then people go, no, we're not. Yeah. And that's like, nobody can come at us with that because that's fucking ridiculous if you think that. But I get what you're saying, Pauline. It's the idea of like, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. And no, I think that like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I understand you. And I think our audience will, too. It also doesn't help that Ron DeSantis wants to take away things that, you know, teach children about misogyny. Because more often than not, the reason people are being raped and the more and the reason that rapists are doing what they're doing is because they feel like they are entitled to it. They feel as if they are entitled to raping you. And they also feel like they have more power in society to get away with what they're doing. I think that, you know, as we kind of close out today's episode, um, we want to reiterate the importance of standing with people of color, standing with our trans brothers and sisters, standing with our queer family, and supporting our, you know, friends that are still in Florida, supporting people who are leaving in mass exodus because of what's happening. But I think that we are just thankful that you're here. We're thankful you're listening. We're thankful that you came to be educated and learn today. And if you are interested in learning some more fun stuff, you should check out our TikToks and our Instagram or our TikTok 
and our Instagram, which are both at Gen Z's Guide to Politics, if you're curious. So with that being said, I think that we can close out today's episode for now. So, all right. We hope you guys have a wonderful weekend or day or whenever you're listening to this. And again, check out our socials for more. We would love to hear from you. So, toodles. Toodles. <laughs>